one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Not Without My Sister. That's my new thing now. I'm going to say hello, hello. Is it good? Is it bad? Is it annoying? What? Hello, hello, and welcome back to Not Without My Sister. Is that I mean, I heard you. I'm just more like, what are oh. you talking about? This is like the person who said, I was on a work trip with, it's all about me now. I was on a work trip and one of the girls came back from the bathroom and she was like, is this a weird thing to say? Um, is this a joke? I go, what? And she goes, well, I was washing my hands. She goes, and one of the other girls, one of our colleagues like was in the bathroom too. And she goes, sorry, ladies, women, two women. They are two women. Everybody hates being called girls. So try to say women, but then people being hate being called women too. So anyway, even though they are women. Go on. Anyway. I don't mean it in a derogatory fashion. Girls is just like we're all get we're all we're all great pals, but I do I do suppose hate when old people say girls. It sounds like really passionate. Anyway, sorry. Sorry. So these two women are in the bathroom together and one says so one basically looks to the soap dispenser and like tries to get soap out of it. And there's no soap. She goes, Is this a joke? Oh no, then she goes to get a hand tell, there's no hand. She goes, Is this a joke? And the other one goes, Is this a joke? Is this I love that phrase. That's amazing. That's amazing, right? So <laughs> the first woman comes back out and goes, uh, is this like a new expression? She goes, did I just make this up? Is this a joke? And she was dead serious. And I'm like, no, you did not make that up. That is a totally normal phrase. Just like you, Rosemary. Hello, hello. How is that? Like, I didn't even notice that you said that. Hello, hello. This is Rosemary. Like, great. Happy for you. It's like two hellos. Do whatever you like. Okay. How about I that? I cannot fucking get over it. The audacity of you. <laughs> Will I do the intro? Yeah, you do the intro. And then... Fucking tirade. <laughs> What's a tirade? Hello, mom. That was a tirade. A Your tirade. face got all red. What? My face got red? My face got red because I was laughing at my joke, just like you were. I was encouraging you to chortle along Look with at me. that chipmunk. God, if only the listeners could be here with us seeing nature happening right outside the window. Take a picture and put it on our Instagram. Oh, no, it'll look shit through the fucking fly screen over here. Anyway. There's a window there that I just cleaned with oh, your cleaning thing. I need to get oh, that back. Know, it's it's just like, occurred oh, to me my bedroom window is so streaky. Listen. Shouldn't have said a thing. I'm not finished. Oh my God, I've totally forgotten what, what my topic was. Hang oh, on. you're joking. You said you had a great one. <laughs> I do have a great one. Oh. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I started listening to this podcast, right, called I've Had It. 
I've had it podcast. You look very threatening at me. <laughs> okay, well, that's just my face. It's just because I'm excited laughing at my own joke. You look very threatening at me a minute ago. Get over it. So I've started listening to this podcast called I've Had It Podcast. It's brilliant, right? It's two, I was going to say older women, but like they're in their late 40s. They're not that much older than me. Uh, Jennifer Welsh and... It's two women in their prime, as Don, Don Lemon would say. Would not say, as it turns out. Jennifer Welch and Angie Sullivan, also known as Pumps. I think she was on some kind of reality TV show because people are like, oh my God, I've, I've loved you for so long, blah, blah, blah. Angie Sullivan, TV personality. Huh. Oklahoma City. She, oh, she was in Sweet Home, Oklahoma, whatever that is. Anyway, I think it's a reality show. So the premise of their whole podcast is, here are the things that I've had it with this week. You'd love this because you love complaining as you like exactly. to say on Instagram. Exactly, exactly. So I thought we could just steal their idea and talk about the things that we've had it with. Are you going to give them credit for this? Did I not just say I listened to this podcast? Yeah, it's great. Did. I'm going to tag them in the show notes. I'm going to share yeah. on our social. I'm going okay. to say they're great. And Grant. then I'm going to contact them and say, can I come on your podcast and talk about my book? Oh, good idea. I've had it. I've had it with nothing. Oh, be quiet. <laughs> I will start. I've had it with corporate layoffs. That's what I've had it with. Oh, that's a bit on the nose now. Yeah, that's what I thought it'd it be with. a bit more lighthearted. Oh, well, I've had it with that. I've had it with corporate corporate decision making that affects people's lives but I also understand it's business but I've had it with at will employment in America that's what I've had it with seems stupid <laughs> I'd like to be back in France where they have to give you like 19 years notice oh that would be nice wouldn't yeah, it yeah that'd be lovely and they speak in French so half the time I don't even know what anybody's saying and I'm just like oh so relaxing that actually I mean that would be very relaxing you do get very tired yeah. understanding people all the time don't you yeah I've had it with what else have I had it with Hugo well, I was just going to say I've had it with the lack of flakes in America. I keep thinking that I'd love a 99. I know I mentioned this last time. I'd love a 99 since Zesto's reopened. I just don't understand why they don't have flakes. Why don't you bring, why'd you get mom to send you some flakes? She bring sent me four and I ate them. <laughs> I kept thinking to myself, I'm saving that for my 99. Oh my and then God, and you didn't. the next thing you know, it got eight by me. I've had it with not being able to see things up close now that I'm getting old. Oh, I'm having to get listen. my glasses. But like the glasses... I'm not used to them. And like, they're never near me. You'll be surprised to hear. But I mean, how does anybody keep glasses near them? Get a nice little neck chain. I'll buy you one. No, thanks. That'll really cement your status as a, an old retired lady. Maybe that's what you should say. Instead of saying you're unemployed, you should say you're retired. And then you could be like, I'm coming out of retirement. God, like Mariah that. Carey. Like Cameron Diaz. Oh, did she say she was retired and then came out of retirement? Yeah, Why yeah. was she doing out of her retirement? She's acting in a movie now with Jamie Foxx, who, who was recently um, oh, hospitalised. Oh, he's in hospital. Yeah. Maybe she shouldn't have returned. Maybe she jinxed him. Why is everybody always blaming women? I've had it with you making everything into a sexism thing. What? I've had it with you and your misandry. Are you joking right now? No. You're always making things into like, well, I think that's because of gender norms. And always. The patriarchy. It's your favorite word. Are you joking? Yes, that's me. Of course oh, I'm joking. That's not you at all, but it does exist, Rosemary. What does exist? The patriarchy. Beatrice, fuck off. I was joking. Of course it exists. I've had it with you. I've had it with you pledging to be nice to me for two whole weeks and then falling at the first hurdle. What? I am being nice. This is nice. I've had it with you reading Tattle and getting upset about it. <gasps> I've had it with Tattle. I've had it with you hearing what people who, like, honestly, probably all very nice people, but like who, you know, speak freely. And like part of it is the enjoyment of just bashing somebody online. Like, because I mean, it's. That's the purpose of some of these threads, right? It's just to get together as a group and enjoy kind of... Vent, yeah. To, but to like vent. And I'm sure that it's not always intended as like soul destroying. It's kind of mm -hmm. like, oh, this is funny. Here's a mm -hmm. funny thing that I hate. You know, it's, it is a bit like I've had it with this one and like, here's why. And But I mean, the impact on you is very negative. And I, I know. I, I've had it with you 
deliberately going in there to damage your own mental health. So I want you to unsubscribe from Tattle, please. It doesn't oh matter what people think about you. I'm not subscribed. But somebody told me the other day that reading Tattle is a form of self-harm. Oh. And I was like, They're, are they wrong? Well, I mean, for you, it certainly yeah, is. Yeah, reading well, they Tattle, were talking about me. Oh, like. 100%. But you do, you do it when you're feeling down, you go on to see what they're saying. When you're having a great day and you're feeling wonderful, you don't go, I wonder what people hate about me. Aww. It's when you're feeling bad about yourself, you go, I wonder what else people hate about me. And are they right? And like, it's very human, but I want you to stop doing it. Just like when that time we had to both collectively ban Daily Mail from our houses. You still read Daily Mail? I don't. I read it the night before last, but like, oh. but it's nonsense as well. And like, I can't believe anything that it says because like, it's so biased. You know what? I was reading the New York Times last week. After this Dominion case against Fox News, oh, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the title was so... I was like, God, I just want people to start reporting the news. Like, oh, mm. I've had it with opinion pieces. This is what I've had it with. Oh. In the news, like in the newspaper. I just want the newspaper to tell me the news. Like that really good news reporting from the Irish Times several years ago where it said, the judge, you know, in this court case, the judge did this, the judge looked to his right, the man jumped up on the stool, the man pulled down his pants and bared his behind at the judge. And I was like, this is so factual and amazing. Like there was no, it seemed, people seemed shocked. Like there was yeah, no he, projecting of emotion yeah, on people. Yeah, he bared his his pail, his, yeah. his round, his rotund, like we don't need to know what you think about his bum. No, but it was more, you know, there was also no like, people were shocked. The person was angry there was no ascribing emotion to other people like when you can't do that do you know what I mean it just gets so just like novelistic but in America. where where do you think opinion pieces should go then do you think there's any there's any room for opinion pieces they do mark some of them as opinion but I'm saying like mostly now, oh news you pieces. want to take opinion out of the news yes I get you yes. I get you opinion pieces belong in the opinion section yes. everything else should be factual yes. news and it's not factual news and for example when this Dominion lawsuit came down and they awarded whatever 787 million I think it was against Fox and they settled right before they went to court mm-hmm. so they wouldn't have to read out the the retracted texts yeah, and all that kind yeah. of stuff. There was a headline in the New York Times which I normally think like actually I don't think it's I don't think it's objective at all but like obviously it skews as you said in the last podcast it skews more towards my view mm-hmm. like yeah in some cases like a lot of cases I go get a grip right but it said um assault on media continues with oh, required payout. And I was like, yeah. oh no, it said, it said assault on media continues due to misleading reports. And like then, and then in the article, it was like, you know, Fox misled. It's it's like, no, there's a difference between misleading and lying. Like yeah. and lying with, like not like knowingly lying is different yeah. to I misled and, her but because you know I what? was incorrect. From the media point of view, I do understand that there's always a worry about like when defamation cases are awarded against newspapers, like there's a certain amount of protection that we want to keep in place for the news. Not to defame people, but to not have to reveal their sources, to no, like but all this stuff. A hundred percent. But the news in America has such leeway with the truth. Oh, Whereas, yeah. I mean, no, I think I, know. I, I would much rather have the requirements and obligations that you have in Europe. Yeah. You know, I don't see it. That is, to me, is not an assault. It's not an assault on media to say, tell the truth. Do not knowingly spread lies. That is yeah. not an assault. on. That is not an assault on you. That's a basic, fundamental news reporting requirement. So I have had it with skewing an opinion of the news. That's what I've had it with. I just want the news. What happened? I'm an adult. I can draw my own conclusion. Yeah. Who, what, where, when. Yeah. Not why. No, not why. I'll yeah. figure out you can why figure myself. Out the why. You can give me the background. You can give me all that kind of stuff, but I will figure out the why myself and draw my own conclusion. Because it is true. Very often you read things and like you're subtly influenced, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. even unknowingly. And it's like, take somebody else to come along with a, an opposing opinion. Yeah, and you yeah. go, oh yeah, actually I hadn't considered that or I didn't know these facts, you yeah. know. Yeah, so I, know I just want... The news, please. I want all this opinion to go run and jump. 
please. Well, I listened to the New York Times podcast, The Daily, yesterday, where they were talking about the firing of Tucker Carlson. And I hadn't really been paying attention to the story because anything with Fox News in it, I'm just like, don't care. Although I should. But I didn't realise that they exposed all these texts where Tucker Carlson basically reveals that he hates Donald Trump. Even oh, though yeah. he'd been going on and being like, Donald Trump's going to save America and yeah, Donald yeah. Trump is the people. Like, actually, and you know what I was actually thinking about later? So remember in a recent episode, I think maybe it was on Patreon, we talked about regrets where somebody has asked, what are our regrets, right? And I was thinking about regrets. And I was thinking the only thing that I ever truly regret, I think, are times when I was inauthentic or where I lied or where my motivations were to please someone else or to kind of fit into the, what someone else expected of me. Do you know what I mean? Like any time that I feel like I've acted from my own true authentic motivations or desires or wants or needs, I don't regret any of that because I understand it. Do you know what I mean? That I'm like, that was what I needed at the time. That was what I wanted at the time. But anything that I do regret, it's when I like, I regret being shitty to that person because I thought I needed to be funny in front of that other person. When you compromised your best ethical self. Right? You compromised your morals for reasons that you're not proud of. Yeah. So I've had it with inauthenticity in myself. I mean, in everybody, right? Yes. But like, that's a lofty ambition. We're never going to get everybody to be fully authentic. But I've had it with trying to do things to please other people. Like, I think recently as well, when I spoke about trans rights on Instagram, I haven't really talked about anything political on my Instagram in ages because... I just don't want the backlash and I don't want to have to deal with people arguing with me and I just have been like, I don't have the headspace first, right? And so I haven't said anything. And actually, I think saying nothing is also saying something. And when I started talking about this, somebody on Tattle, to your point previously, pointed out that, oh, Rosemary must be really unhappy now because she started getting on her soapbox and she only does that when she's unhappy. And I was like, no, actually, I think the fact is that I've got to a point now where I'm like, it's not that I don't care. I still care what people think, but I've decided to not let that influence what I do and what I say online and in real life. And like, there are certain things, right? I'm not going to necessarily wade into an argument if I'm like, this is going to really take up my whole week and my headspace for the next week. It's really going to affect me. I'm not going to do that to myself. But I have kind of got to a point where I'm like, I'm not going to let my fear of what people will say to me or think of me dictate what I say or do. Well, and I think there's also an awareness that as part of allyship, like we don't have all the answers and we don't know Mm. everything, right? And we're not, you know... I have certain opinions and I can see some points from both sides, etc. But I think, and I said to you, you know, would you have, you know, better, you know, deeper conversations about this? Would you do an episode of a, of your own podcast around this, etc.? And you said, yes, but I'd want to have people who are, um, you know, trans individuals yeah. or, you know, members of the LGBTQI plus community come mm-hmm. on and, and actually know more of the facts versus yeah. kind of being hypothetical. Because it's a very, it is a very dangerous area to start yeah. like, kind of hypothesizing or speculating because I think it's so much more complicated than just a simple, you know, Instagram post. Yeah, 100%. But at the same time, I think, like, I think sometimes I've been afraid to to say anything because I'm going, you know what, I don't have all the facts. It's not my fight necessarily, but it's all of our fight. You know no, what I mean? I and so I think it's important to acknowledge this is the side of the fence that I'm on yeah. without kind of necessarily getting into, well, let me give you my opinion on, you know, um, women's races for example you know like we can like that's something that I don't feel like that I'm an expert on women's sports yeah women's sports like so I would need to have somebody more knowledgeable or more you know more factually knowledgeable Mm. to have that conversation to educate me too you know yeah yeah in the figures and the facts yeah because I have an opinion but it might not be you know you could it could be 
potentially have a hole poked in it with like, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. You know? Well, like to your point as well, we can have an opinion, but let's get the facts. Like to yeah. your point about the news, let's get the facts first and then build an opinion. Just the fucking news is like just annoying me at the moment. But anyway, so I'll, I'll go on. I've had it. What else have you had it with? I thought I've had it with lighthearted. Back to the flakes. Yeah, I've had it with horoscopes. What? I've had it with horoscopes. <laughs> what are you I've had it with, about? I've had it with people talking about like, oh my God, big Virgo energy. Oh, it's Gemini season. It's Pisces. I, th- th- these are not real. You might as well be like, it's green dragon season. I've also had it with Mercury's in retrograde and Pluto is like the far side of the moon. I, this means nothing to, like to me and means nothing full stop. I would but maintain. Why are you, why does that bother you? Some people I don't love know. horoscopes. Because I said to her, I said to a friend of mine recently, oh, like I'm really tired, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, oh, well, that's because of Mercury. And I'm like, shut up. It's because I have a baby who's not sleeping and I don't, don't want to blame it on the planets. I don't know. It just seems so stupid to me. But like, what about... You know, I mean, there is a correlation between the planets and the tides. Oh, and I knew you were going to bring up the tides. Right, yeah, the tides. I've had it with you and your tides. Okay. <laughs> but I mean, I, I don't know that this sounds a bit curmudgeonly now, I have to say, on your on your part. Because I mean, why would you get in the way of somebody who enjoys a good horoscope? No, I'm serious. Like, why does that Why does that impinge upon your happiness? I, you know what it is? I've had it with influencers who seem to make their star sign their entire personality. So they just, they put up outfits and they're like, this is the most Leo outfit I've ever seen. Big Leo energy. Leo season baby. I'm like, shut up. Just shut up. And you know what? I've never, I've never said that I'm not curmudgeonly. And as I rapidly approach my 40s at a fast clip, I am fully intending to dive into curmudgeonliness. It is fast. You're going to be 39 soon. Not before you're going to be 45. So (laughs) I've I've had to look forward to (laughs) Bitch. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Uh, okay, what else have I had it with? Um, I've had it with my head being itchy. What? But that's, I, my scalp is really itchy lately. And no matter what shampoo I use, like at first I was like, maybe I've got like a bit of a flaky buildup. So I started using 
head oh. and shoulders. I know. L- listen, this is TMI, but listen, when have I, that, when has that ever stopped me? I am, my head is just itchy a lot, even right after I've washed it. And, th- and there's no, like, I don't have nits. Oh God, I had a dream about having nits the other night. This massive nit, like the size of a rat fell out of my hair. Ooh. Yeah, it was gross. Oh my God, I thought there was a rat in your driveway, but it was actually somebody's glove. <laughs> okay, moving on from your itchy head. I have had it with every year miscalculating when to plant my seeds. <laughs> That's what I've had it with. I've had it with Indiana weather where it snows after I've had like basically a balmy and I've been duped into believing the summer is a coming and then suddenly, no, the winter is a coming and then yeah, the summer is coming. As Prince crooned. Sometimes it snows in April. Yeah, it's true. But anyway, I've had it with miss. I'm so jealous of your seeds that are popping up on your counter. Like I am ragingly actually jealous, not even envious. I'm jealous. I look at them and it's all I can do to hold my thumb back from crushing the, <laughs> the gentle little stem. If I'd known, I wouldn't be leaving you alone with them. I know. And you keep boasting about them and you keep really waving happy. your hand across them. I'm really them happy about them. And this really annoying thing where you have your fingers all together like a half cup and you go Don't like look this. Look at my seeds. Yeah. Uh, I really but it's not too late, Peter. I only planted them about two weeks ago. I know, but it's two weeks sooner than I did. So and you'll I'm, just have flowers later than I will. No, My flowers will all be dead. And I've oh. asked you multiple times to send me. I've had it with you not oh. sending me the link for Amazon Let me find for that it. pot. Let me find it. That's what I've had Jesus. it with. I've had it with you not doing exactly what I want the minute I ask for it. That's what I've had it with. <laughs> I've had it with mom also. I've had it with mom not understanding when I'm actually calling her on the phone and this is not a FaceTime. Especially when I'm driving because she keeps hanging up and calling me back on FaceTime and then I nearly crash. I've had it with mom risking my life. That's what I've had it with. Right. Well, risking your life. That was... What else have you had it with? Oh, you know what? I've had it with my baby being very clingy this week and last week. Ah, no, he loves you. His mom would say, this is the best time. It's not. It's It's so nice. Yesterday, Brandon came home, right? He comes in through the back door and the back door squeaks. So the baby like sits up, all excited, runs out, looks at his dad, big smiles, big laughs, and then goes... And runs back to me for like and wants me to lift him up. I know it's a pain, but you'll look back and you'll be like, it's so nice. Especially when in a little while he has zero interest in you and will be telling you to go and bog off. Like, what do you mean in a little while? Like the, when he's, you know, half six months old or a year older and he'll have no interest in you. And like now Fox is going from being my absolute pet baby to being a little boy. I mean, he's four. He's nearly five, right? So he's going to be five. <laughs> my absolute pet baby. Well, what I mean is he doesn't like, he used to love doing everything with me. Let's go to the shops. Oh, Mom, don't oh, go. He's no. crying his eyes out when I left, you know, and like, as much as I don't want my child crying, like so nice. It's to very be gratifying. So, you know, you yeah. feel special. Yeah. And now, now I'm like, uh, yesterday it was, I was dragging him with me and he was screaming. He was actually like, his feet were like skidding along the floor as I was trying to get his shoes on. He was like, pr- he was refusing to lift them up because he didn't want to come. Bad. Why did you make I was trying come? to bring him to Starbucks, like. Little fucker. You yeah. should have just left him home, but like, fuck you. I do not, Rosemary, curse at my child and that language was unnecessary in relation to my baby. Okay. What else have I have it with? Had it with? I mean, on TV, I've had it with nearly everything on TV. Nothing's good. Oh, can I say something controversial? No. Mm. I've had it with putting my sizes into websites and then being shown only plus size models. Because I want to imagine that when I put these, like, I mean, who am I kidding? These balloon leg pants on that I'm just looking at in H&M, these linen joggers, I want to think that I'm going to look like the size eight. And I know that's like my inner fat phobia screaming at me. Yeah, of course it is. So like you probably, you're probably not allowed to say that as a body positive, like individual. <sighs> I try so hard to be body positive. It's just really hard. And I just, I don't want to accept No, that you're positive about other people's bodies. I'm positive bodies. about other people's bodies, mm. not about mine. And then when I feel like my size, 
these trousers are going to look like that on me, then I don't want to buy them. Although actually, maybe that's actually a good thing. No, it's 100% a good thing. I'm not then buying the trousers. It's 100% a good thing. But also maybe you should try buying clothes that are flattering on sizes other than eight. Because those trousers that you tried to buy not once, but twice, were not cute in the first place. This is a pair of like wide leg crop jeans that I bought from Old Navy, returned and then almost bought again before I realised that I'd already bought and returned them. When is my jumpsuit arriving that you so nicely bought me? I actually cancelled it because you were such a punt the other day. Are you joking? Yes, I'm joking. Oh it's God. arriving this week or next you. week or something. You're so oh, gullible. I can't wait to get that. That's so nice. You hope you bought the right size for me. Well, they only had an XL, so if it doesn't fit you, at least it'll fit me. Oh no, I don't think that's going to be an issue. Great, thanks. I've had it with... What's that beautiful blue bird? Sorry, back to David Attenborough Nature. It's beautiful. I've it's had a blue it. Jay. I've had it with people with with recruiters not sending an automatic, an automated. Oh, you didn't. Get I've the had job. it with Thanks that too because I've had it with you giving out about this. So yeah. I would like them to do this so that you would stop giving out. I don't about, know. But it is hard, bad. I don't know how hard it could be. Like yeah. application, no thanks. Yeah, like, you automatic, just like no yeah. goes out. Tick a button that says thank you so much for. For your application, mm-hmm. we're not proceeding at yeah. this time. Unfortunately, you're not a good fit at the moment. Thanks very much. Yeah. We'll keep you on file. I mean, but interestingly, clearly some of them don't keep you on file is the other thing. That oh, I, think I don't think any of them are keeping anybody on file, which oh. is incredibly frustrating. Oh, oh, sorry. I'm sure they're keeping you no, on I'm file No, I'm sure somewhere. you're not. I mean, and those no emails are very demoralizing, especially because they always arrive when you're like, you're so excited to see this email. And oh, you're I know. Go, <gasps> and you have like, the glimmer of hope. Yeah. And then it goes, no, thanks very much. So do you think it's better to have the glimmer of hope and never hear from them? No. no. You think it's better to have the glimmer of hope and then get the email that says no, thanks. Of course, it's better to get the email that says no, thanks. Right. Because at least you can move on instead of, yeah, I that's wonder true. If I'm going to get a phone call. I wonder if they're just really backlogged. I wonder if, you know, I wonder how, I wonder what their recruitment timeline looks like, blah, blah, blah. Like, and also, especially some of these bigger companies, like it's not, it, it cannot be, like it's bad PR, do you know what I mean? Because it makes me think that was a bad experience and now I don't want to, I feel kind of humiliated and I don't want to shop from that brand again. Oh yeah, I do know what you mean. Yeah, well, I mean, at the moment that would really be limiting for you because you're applying for everything. No, I'm not. But I'm more mean Sorry. like, no, it's fine. But I mean, I mean, I'm not, I am, but I'm not. It's, I'm applying for a lot of things, but I actually like, it takes me half a day to apply for one thing. I realized I'd apply for like 20 things. It's 10 full days of work, you know? Plus, obviously, all the many days that I put into actually doing my resume in the first place, like writing the cover letters, etc. But yeah, I've had it because I also think that people forget that you might be a candidate, but you're also a customer, right? Yeah, good point. Yeah, yeah. So they do want to keep you on. And mm-hmm. probably if you are a candidate, you are a customer because you're also thinking to yourself, I wonder what that's like. I'll check out that brand mm-hmm. next time I'm here or there or wherever. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas then when you don't hear from them, you're like, fuck them. Yeah, 100%. And I'm like, well, I wouldn't want to work there anyway, because that's like really, you know, that's not nice. And especially the bigger corporations where I go, you 100% have the headcount, have the ability and the yeah. manpower to like write a letter sorry, and make it a, an automatic sorry, click. Yeah, yeah. Headcount, nothing. You have AI. You could get AI to do that for you. Like yeah. you could get a bot to do that. There's yeah. no excuse for literally not saying yes. Like, you know, thank you so much for your application. We're adding it to our blah, blah, blah. Or thank you so much for your application. Not today. Sorry, love. Not tonight. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. That's- you know what I mean? Not tonight, Josephine. Yeah, 100%. So I've had it with that. What else have I had it with? I've had it with it not being a sunny, glorious weather for me to jump in the pool and relax and forget about all this job hunting malarkey. That's what I've had oh, it with. Well, it does look like sunny, glorious weather today, but I'm, I've had it with, you know what? Actually, in general, in Indiana, I've had it with the deceptiveness of the weather. In Ireland, right? If you look out the window, I mean, because Ireland's weather is always between a narrower you know what I mean? It's like never really below freezing. It's never really above like oh, roasting. Or I don't know, never Rosemary, really gets now, to this, this is now, Rosemary, when you're sounding like you haven't been I know there. I haven't been there in three years. Climate change last, might have changed it a lot. Yeah, last summer, there were many heat waves. Okay, well, 
What I mean is, if you wake up in Ireland and you look outside the window and it's sunny, you know to yourself, you know to yourself, you can say to yourself, I can put on a t-shirt, a pair of jeans and a jacket and I'll be warm enough. You look outside here and it's sunny and I think I can put on a pair of leggings, a t-shirt and a jacket and I go outside and I'm freezing because it's still minus two degrees, but it's blazing sun. Or I look outside in the summer, especially it's really grey, it's rainy. I'm like, oh great, I'll put on a cosy jumper. Go outside, fucking 30 degrees, sweating to death. I've had it with that. I want the weather to be clearer. If it's sunny outside, I'd like it to be warm. If it's grey outside, I'd like it to be cold. The end. Do you know what I've had it with? What? I've had it with your inability to dress yourself aged 38 and a half. Like that's a problem. And I've had it with you blaming the weather for the fact that you cannot open the window, stick your hand out and decide what to wear. Or I'm not allowed to open the window in my house. It uh, interferes with the the temperature. (laughs) Give me a break. Or look at the app on your phone that tells you what the weather is and what it feels like. You don't have an excuse. You just did it. It is this and it feels like this. I know, but sometimes I don't believe it. I look at it and I'm like, "Mm, no, it looks much nicer than that outside. I've had it with you not believing the bots. You know oh, what? I've had I've, it with having to go to the hairdresser. I've had it with having to go to the hairdresser so often now that my hair is grey. You'd had it with going to the hairdresser since you were about 15. <laughs> I blame mum. I've, I've never enjoyed the mom. hairdresser. I blame mum. I blame mum. It's because that time she brought me to Treylock in the village. <laughs> and It's an award-winning hairdresser. Yeah, I know. Trail- very nice as well, but Treylock in the village. And she told him to cut my hair. And he came out and apparently told her actually I had nits, right? Which is so embarrassing. <laughs> and so she said, all right, cut it really short. So he did. And I came out like that. I came out looking like, I mean, I had shorter hair than any one of my kids. Actually, my, my hair might have been a bit like Bo's. Very, very. Oh, it was very thick. Very yeah. thick and lustrous. And at that point, it just grew straight up. <laughs> you looked a bit like a Simpson. <laughs> I've had it. Yeah, I've had it with mom. I wear those photos, actually. I've had it with mom, not beautifying me as a child, but like whatever. But you've had it with the hairdresser. Yeah. I've more generally. It. Just. You know, I really feel like I go all the time, not just with myself, but I'm always bringing the boys because I realised the other day, like, if you're a boy and you want to have short hair, you have to go to the hairdresser. Every two seconds. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It was the same when I had my pixie cut. Well, I wasn't a boy, yeah. but I had very short hair. Yeah, yeah. And like the maintenance is is mega because I, you know, my hairdresser goes like, see you in six weeks. And I go, watch my I job. Know, right? I know. Six I'm weeks. always, they're always going, do you want to make an appointment for six weeks time? And I'm like, no, I'll let you know. It'll be eight or ten weeks. And then at eight weeks, I'm like disaster I look like shit every single time I mean when did I go to the hairdresser last about six weeks ago and now that my hair is you need to go yeah I think I need to get like more highlights though because my greys are very obvious because it's it's darker than it's been for a while you know so yeah I I actually think I'm going to go back blonde well a because I think it's nicer on me but b for that reason because the greys blend in so much better when you have a few blonde highlights tell you what else I've had it with I've had it with fringes not suiting me that's what I've had it with. I've had it with putting fringes. I know I'm probably going to do it again in my life. I need to remember not to do it because yes, they're adorable. If you have five hours every morning yeah, to style to fix them, them and make them look cute and spray them in place and then try not to touch them all day. That's hard. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. really hard. Really hard. I've just had it with this life. <laughs> what? <laughs> How did this go from, this is going to be lighthearted, here are some flakes. Oh, no, because I'm literally like, oh God, to do your hair, have to dye your hair, have to get dressed, have to all the... You know what they've had it with in this podcast, uh, the I've Had It podcast? What? They talk all the time about how they've had it with people reversing into parking spaces. <gasps> I was just about, this was my next one. I was about to say, I've had it. No, no. Why wouldn't you want to reverse into parking spaces? So this is their whole thing, no, right? I've had it with people reversing or banging into my car in the Kroger oh, car yeah. park and driving away. I have three massive dings on my car. It looks like an absolute banger. And none of that was done by me or in front of me. Each one of those massive dings 
was done by some rando who did not have the decency to put a number a thing on my front windshield and mm. say sorry you know and like honestly if I was to ever bang into somebody now I would be very tempted to drive off which is oh, so oh I know I know what you mean because you're like well why sh- Why am yeah. I the mug yeah it's so yeah. anti my it's so ethos. bad yeah. I mean and I've never done it right like so you know don't, no need to judge me but like I do think if I was to bang into somebody would I stop and put a note on? and I like to think I would and I think I would but I'd be very tempted not to now because Three times. And these are not like, I have to go to the panel yeah, meters. Like, no, these are not they're, tiny. They're, decent, they're yeah. really big. Like yeah. somebody obviously did a huge. And recently, when I got back to my car, my alarm was on. Somebody had taken an entire side panel off my door. And like I was parked. What do you mean? They had literally taken a panel off the side of my car. Like obviously to put on their own car. What? Yeah. Like a, a thin panel beside you the window. You never told me about this. Well, the alarm was going off, but I was parked beside the trolley. So there was no car. Yeah, yeah. There was oh. no car park beside. You know what I mean? So, it was so they not, just saw it and they went, I need one of those for yeah, my car. Yeah. This was <gasps> not. A, nuts. Yeah. This is not a car park beside me. There was no car yeah. parking space. Yeah. So somebody came up, levered it off and left because my alarm was gone. I was like, why is my alarm going off? That's you know? so weird. Yeah. Well, their whole argument, I think, is why would you reverse in between two parked cars, which is harder than it is to reverse out into like open space I think that's their argument that they're like what kind of but I, I don't really understand why does why it bother why, them why, why, yeah, does it, why does it impact them but also I don't know. The, it's, it's, it showcases your excellent reversing skills so maybe like, that's why it bothers them that like people are just showing off oh I don't really know I don't think Americans mind people showing off I think they quite like oh, it yeah they don't consider it showing off yeah, it's just no. living your life yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, what else have I had it with? I've had it with nobody calling me back in Fort God, Wayne. God, you're really getting into this yeah, now. Yeah, that's what I've had it with. I've had it with whenever I make phone calls of like, hi, I'm calling about, you know, I called somebody the other day to come and talk, look at my driveway because it's all pebbles to see if they would be able to put down, I don't know, tarmac or asphalt or one yeah, of those. Yeah. yeah, we'll have somebody call you back. Nobody calls nobody me back. Nobody called you. I called the surveyor. Would you come out and survey my, my garden for me? Yeah, no problem. I've emailed three times now. Nobody's called me back. Like. Oh. I'm happy for me. I mean, it makes me think I should start my own like Angie's List equivalent where I am like the handyman because there's not a handy person to be found in Fort Wayne willing with any time on their calendar to come and do any work. Like, sorry to sound like now Marie Antoinette. But I mean, these are, I'm looking to pay you to come and do this, you know? Like, at least call me back and say, yeah, we're booked up. We're not available. Like, we'll come and see you. Whatever. I mean, yeah, just like your job applications. Have the decency. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just messaging my friend Gerald who has an asphalt company to ask him because oh. I told you that I would do that ages and ages ago and totally forgot. Oh, thanks. So I'm messaging him to ask him. I've had it with you asking me to do things for you. It's nonstop. Write this down. Send me the link to that Amazon thing. Write this down. Are you writing that down? Okay, my last one, right? This is stupid, but also really bothers me. I've had it with running out of things I don't care about. Like I, I enjoy running out of facial moisturizer because then I'm like, great, I can get a new moisturizer. I enjoy running out of shampoo. I'm like, great, I can get a new shampoo. Do not enjoy running out of like detergent. Dishwasher tablets seem to run out like, far too frequently. And I just don't care about any of these things. And I can't get any satisfaction either. You know, when you use up a moisturizer, I feel like, great. I use that up. That's another thing I can like declutter, like get rid of. But I just don't feel like that with any of this f- stupid household stuff. Yeah, that's a good point. I feel very, um, I feel very, I feel a great sense of achievement when I finish like a shampoo bottle exactly. and I go, yes, like that's exactly. And I'm, I'm more because, not because I'm looking forward to replace it because I'm like purge. It's out yeah. of my house. Yeah. But do you feel like that with a tube of toothpaste? No. Oh, no, it's so annoying. I know. It's incredibly annoying. Or even a bar of soap. I'm like, oh, what? That's just gone from big soap to tiny soap overnight. So that's what I've had it with. I'm sure that was just as thrilling for everyone else as it was for me. <laughs> 
let us know what you've had it with. And I might actually send a voice note into Jen and Angie on the I've Had It podcast and let them know what I've had it with. Maybe I've had it with them complaining about people reversing into their parking spaces. Why do they have a problem with my superior parking skills? Dad would have a fit being oh given my out God. about this. Oh he's my God. Like, he's always given out about people driving into parking so spaces. Annoying. Why didn't you reverse it? And I'm like, but Dad, like then the boot, the trunk. Oh yeah, you can't get into like, it with, then the, I can't with get, messages. Yeah, like how I am know. I supposed to do that? I know. And I'm ridiculous. I, I've had space. it. Well, I've had it with Dad, but I've also had it, with, <laughs> I've had it with Brandon refusing to understand when I say things like the messages or the press. Oh, the messages. Put that in the press. What? Yeah, the messages. I mean, that's my favorite. Kids, kids are great. Kids pick up on things very quickly, except for my kids. What's a garage? You know, I was thinking, like, how come they can say garbage, but they can't say garage? I've had it with your American accent. That's what I've had it with. I've had it with your bad attitude. Thank you all so much for listening to Not Without My Sister. We will see you next week. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Not Without My Sister is recorded in studio in Fort Wayne by Don Kirkland, who also wrote our theme tune. And the original illustration is by Lindsay Nielsen. 